This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I couldn't tell you who's said anything about us. Um, I'm focused on... Like I said, week one against the Steelers and trying to be the best quarterback and the best teammate that I can be for this team. Um, but again, you know, we've got lofty goals. It don't matter what anybody else says about us or what we're, what we're going to accomplish. Like it's, it's ultimately up, up to us and what we do on the field. And uh, we're excited to get, get out there on Sunday. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Thanks for hanging out. It is the day before the start of the 2021 NFL season. BetQL Daily here. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. Now, we've been talking about it throughout the summer, but not everyone's uh, been hanging out. People are just jumping in, looking for some season-long bets uh, to get in before tomorrow's lid lifter. Uh, so, so what kind of a draft do we want to have here, Aaron? Well, we're going to have a fun draft. Um, It's going to be a season win totals draft. So this is a great time to get your bets in now. Just one more sleep until week one of the NFL season. (laughs) One more sleep. You can tell that you have a little one. (laughs) One more (laughs) sleep. Exactly. Two more sleeps and we're going out of town. for her first Christmas. Exactly. (laughs) Some (laughs) of the highest win totals on FanDuel include the Chiefs, 12 and a half, Ravens and Bills at 11, Browns, Packers, Rams, Niners at 10 and a half. And then the bottom feeders, we have the Texans at just four cute little wins. The Lions at five, the Jets and Jags six, Eagles and Bengals six and a half, and then Giants, Raiders seven. So gentlemen, let's do this draft style. You know how it works. You can't have the same pick. We're going four rounds here and Joe G, kick us off. All right, listen, I, I'm feeling a lot of pressure here because I, this before the show even started, but I, I did five MLB win totals and we've talked about mm-hmm. them on the show here. And I, I'm on track to hit four of them. So I, I feel, oh. I feel good. So I got I feel like I got to do something similar here hey. with our NFL win totals. All I'm right. You already, you, then. <laughs> you already got one in college home. That's Two. right. I, I got Clemson, right? I, I win totals. I feel good about, but I got to hit these. All right. So we're going to start here with one that I would be a hypocrite if I didn't take this as my number one pick. We're going Colts under nine. As my first pick in the draft, we're fading Carson Wentz. And this team's got issues. It's, it's beyond just the quarterback. Quentin Nelson banged up during the offseason. I, their offensive line, which has been so good for years, they have Eric Fisher at left tackle. He's coming off an Achilles. I, I don't think that team is set up for the kind of success some people do. I mean, they're over, they're, their numbers jumped, too. It was like 10 to start. It went to 8.5. It's bounced back to 9. I will go under 9. I think the Colts are going to win about 8 games. Under 9, Indianapolis Colts, my first pick. It's eight and a half now, right? It moved to nine. Did it go back to nine? It went back That's to nine. Crazy. Mm. Uh, based off of what? That's <laughs> nuts. I guess Wentz tracking to play. Great. He's yeah. worth a half a win. I, don't I mean, <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. That, that's a good number. Um, all right. So I go back to back, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. I'm 
I'm feeling good. You know, NFL's here. So I got a couple overs before I start to trash some teams, which I think Aaron (laughs) will disagree with one of them. Um, I'm going to go to the AFC West and begin with the Denver Broncos. There was only this one decision to make at the quarterback, even though Vic Fangio decided to drag it out. I mean, his job is on the line this season. So he's looking for safety. I mean, is there a safer play than starting your season with Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback? I I don't know that that's going to last all season long, but I I think he made, I don't know, the right decision to hit the win total. Let me say that. If I'm a Broncos fan, I want an honest answer about Drew Locke, and I don't know that they've figured out what he can be if they've moved on from him at this point. But that roster is absolutely loaded. Big picture-wise, I hate what they did in the draft, not taking Justin Fields. However, um, just looking at it for this year, and I'm only betting the win total of this year of 8.5, that defense is too good. Uh, Bridgewater's not going to turn the ball over like they did a season ago. The turnover margin was negative 16. And it's not like in previous years where the entire offense is trash. You just want some quality play out of the quarterback because the receivers are good. The offensive line is pretty strong. I believe in the run game they're going to have with rookie uh, RB Devontae Williams this year. I expect him to take over fairly early. Love this team. Quarterback's the question, but they're still good enough to at least go 9-8 and eight this season. So I'm going to go over on the Broncos at 8.5. And, a half. and hmm, one more. Gosh, this thing's high. I don't like betting over on high numbers. But I can't help myself here. I'm going to take over the best team in the NFC West. And that's the San Francisco 49ers. They somehow have a super easy schedule. And part of it, of course, last place and all the injuries uh, they dealt with. I mean, the amount of players that missed at least half the season. Their QB1, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, George Kittle, Debo. Mostert and on defense. I mean, all their best players on defense missed the majority of the season. Bosa, D. Ford, Sherman. They added to the offensive line. Play calling is terrific. It, it is notable that we don't even mention uh, the change at both coordinator spots for the 49ers because there's so much belief in Kyle Shanahan. But they can go 11 and 6 here, especially outside of the division. It is a cakewalk for this squad. And they're going to start with an easy win at the Lions in week number one. So I'm going Niners over 10 and a half. All right. So I've got a couple overs, too. Is it okay if I jump in on this as well? Please. Let's hear All it. right. So you know I've been big on my guy, Jameis. He's going to do big things for the Saints. I'm not backing down on that. I don't think he's going to turn into an interception machine under Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton is a better coach than people give him credit for. Um, let's call this the Jameis resurgence. I'm going Saints <laughs> over nine. Woo! <laughs> the Jameis resurgence. <laughs> All right, and then Joji, you might appreciate this one. Um, you would. Are you concerned at- about them them playing at, like every game on the road, maybe, or half the season on the road? No, start in Jacksonville. Okay. <laughs> okay. How many home game? How many home games do they have in the first four weeks? Like just on their schedule, I'm looking right now. Like, because it, I mean, be... it, it sounds like they're going to be away from New Orleans for a month. Is that the tentative plan? At the very, that's the minimal, right? So, so they have two road games scheduled anyway after this. So it's, it, they're going to play um, Green Bay in Jacksonville. That's a home game. 
They go to Carolina. They go to New England. So the, the question is going to be, are they able to get home for week four against the Giants? If not, guys, their next scheduled home game after that Giants game is Halloween. Yep. So if, yeah. they're not, if they're not allowed to go home on week four, <laughs> if they're not allowed to go home in week four, they won't play at home until Halloween. As I said before, I, I remember when Hurricane Katrina hit the New Orleans era or area, and I do think that this could be used as motivation to really bring the team together. I think it obviously will be a struggle, but sometimes magical things like this happen. Well, so, I mean, sometimes teams do have those weird years. Like, they're not at home. Like the Blue Jays, right? The Blue Jays in baseball, obviously not because of a True. natural disaster, right? But they, mm-hmm. they played in Dunedin, Florida, Buffalo, and then they didn't get to go back to Toronto until July. So, yeah, it could, you know, teams could thrive through it. It doesn't mean the season's over. If, if that's their first home game in week eight, I want nothing to do with Tampa Bay. Nothing. I don't know what the point spread's going to be. It depends on how these two teams start off. Oh, that's but the game w- you're saying. They would they'd be playing Tampa Bay at home. That's the right. game? Right. Yeah. Okay. I want nothing to do with the oh, Bucks yeah. in that game. Nah, take the Saints in that one for sure. All right. So I also have the over um, six and a half for the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win more than seven games. Um, Jalen Hurts, new head coach. They're going to be under the microscope there. I think they're going to be motivated. And last season, the Eagles went 4-11-1. So I... I think this is a low number. Um, uh, let's see. They will play the Chiefs, Bucks, Niners, and Saints in the fall. But all of those games are at home, and I think that's good for the Eagles. They'll probably win a couple of those. So I, I think they can go over six and a half wins. Okay. Look, if, the, if the Eagles had competent quarterback play last year, they would have won six or seven. Like, that's all. Like, just competent. Just, just NFL-level quarterback play. They didn't have it last year. I, I, Aaron, you know I'm with you on that. All right, let me um, – But are they going to get it this year? What I think they think? will. Okay. I think they will. I think Jalen Hurts will give them competent play. And I, I think that with healthier lines, they'll, they'll be a solid team. So I, I like that one too. So that's off the board. All right. I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in the NFC East right next, next pick. I'm going to go under eight and a half for the Washington football team. Uh, under eight and a half. That's, come on. I had to take it. I knew it was going soon. I had They're, it that, too. <laughs> look, that team last year, and, and I, I don't think Washington's going to fall apart and be bad. If, if, I had to, if I had to pick the standings right now, I think the Giants are going to finish in last place in the East. I think Washington will be in the mix, to, again, to win the division, but around seven or eight wins. I, I don't think they're really that good. Two things. One, the next time Ryan Fitzpatrick pilots a team for 17 games against the playoffs will be the first time he's done this. He does, he's never done this. Like I think people are convinced that Ryan Fitzpatrick's good because he's cool, but like then you watch him play, and you're like, well. He's not cool. What he's kind of cool. cool. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's he's got cool. some swag. He went he to Harvard. Beard. He does. <laughs> Listening to him talk. He's very charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I can see why cool. you like Fitzpatrick, but I don't want him to the win bomb. me a playoff game. Um, so, no, that's the big thing. And, two, and we've talked about this, I think Eric Eager, pro football focus, kind of first put it on the radar on this show. Look yep. at the quarterbacks they beat last year. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Nate Sudfeld. Uh, Ryan Finley, Carson Wentz, which last year he belonged with that group of quarterbacks. I mean, other than Big Ben, there's nobody he beat last year that has really accomplished much at all in the NFL. I mean, and, and Ben's old now. So I, I just question, and look at their schedule this year. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott twice. Like, they're really going to have to earn it. I don't think they're there yet. little step back. I go under on the uh, Washington football team. Joe, every time I hear someone make a positive case for Washington, I feel better about going under Washington because reasons one, two, and three – have everything to do with the defense. I'm like, 
are you paying attention to how the, you win in this league right now? That is not how you win anymore, man. It's not. So I love that play. You stole it from me. Do you have another? I have yes. it too, actually. Okay. That's a show bet right there. All right. my uh, I'll go with this one for my third Crossing one. Board. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with the New England Patriots over nine and a half points. Oh. I like it. This is. Got it. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> All right, let, let, I didn't know. I didn't know you were going there next. I, I had no, a feeling. I, I had a feeling you're going to watch it, but um, I like the <sighs> Patriots, and I, I think of all the rookie quarterbacks, you know, I, I said before the draft that wherever that uh, Shan, whoever Shanahan pick would do well. But isn't this the perfect spot for Mac Jones? They're going to run the ball, good offensive line, defense, Belichick. He's going to do what he did at Alabama. It's going to work in the NFL at least to start. I like the Patriots to bounce back over nine and a half wins. Playoff year for New England. All right. I agree. Joe G, that was an ugly round for me. Back to back. You took two of my five. During the break, I say, oh, I got five, so I'm sure we'll be fine if we end up going four rounds. No. No. <laughs> Joe G, the jerk's got to step in and take back to back. Two of my <laughs> picks. Well, I mean, Aaron took, my, Aaron took Eagles over six and a half. I had to, I had to bounce around somewhere else. <laughs> I'm I, I don't know if it's just consensus building after, you know, previewing these teams for months and months, but um, – that's interesting that there are a few win total bets that we all all like here. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, for the record, I agree with the football team under. I agree with the New England over, and I'm going to give it under. Houston, plus money to go under four. <laughs> I don't know where the wins I'm are coming from. I'm going under. That's hey, actually a good one. I like that. Every year, there are a couple of teams that go under four, and tanking has been the thing. New regime there. They want their quarterback. I'm I'm assuming that they are not going to play Deshaun Watson. But guess what? If when they played him last year, they still only had four wins. How is this team getting to five? That's my big question. They're the oldest roster, probably the worst roster according to some. They're going against the NFC West, the Browns, the Chargers. I mean, the schedule's brutal. Where are the wins coming from? And I, I don't I don't even like the draft they have. And Tyrod Taylor's a week one starter. I have no belief in him. Remember how things started for him with the Chargers when he was healthy before the Roan doctor made him unhealthy? Like, I, I'm not worried about it. I know people are scared off when they see a, a four. It was four and a half earlier in the offseason. I'd feel great if I had that ticket. But even today at under four, I think that's a strong play for a win total under. I agree. Uh, I, I like that one. I just, do you feel bad for David Cully or are you like, did he sign up for this? Signed up for it. <laughs> Signed up for it. Yeah, it's, right. It's, you it's feel ugly. bad for him? Uh, no. I mean, Dave, look, he, I mean, he did wait his whole life to get an NFL head coaching gig and then he gets yeah. it age 64. He's given this like, do you really want an NFL head coaching gig? Maybe not. Is would it surprise you if they win week one? It would shock me. This, but if they don't win this game, I don't know when they're winning. Like, right. at all. Right. Well, that'll be good for our bet. <laughs> all right, let me throw one very quickly. In that I didn't oh, get yeah, sure. Because I didn't steal it. It's not going to make a lot of people on this show happy. But I was thinking about last night. Bears. Bears under seven and a half. I know. Yeah, I Jason can't argue. Peters is starting. Andy Dalton is starting. Look at the quarterbacks. They have three corners that have barely played in the NFL going up against those quarterbacks they have to face this year. The yeah. Bears look like an under, under seven and a half on Chicago. All right, know so the Joji. Oh, yeah. sorry. 
I was no, just going to no. wrap this up. We got to go to break. So Joe G, okay. Colts under nine, Washington under eight and a half, Pats over nine and a half, Bears under seven and a half, Joe O, Houston under four, Niners over ten and a half, Broncos over eight and a half. Did I miss yeah. one? Yeah, I won. I won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank we're going to post these on our Twitter at BetQL Daily. Let us know what you think and who had the better win total draft. Joe O says it's him already. Survivor looks are next. It's time to get those picks in starting tomorrow night. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.